We're getting better. We're getting better. We're getting there. Super hyped about it. Okay. Colonization is on that way. Interesting. Welcome to another episode of Conversations on Our Way. It's the 16th of March, 2021. I'm Flo. I'm Sam. And today, I thought we'd talk about procrastination. Why did you ask me to talk about procrastination? Why did you want to talk about procrastination today, Flo? Well, that's it just came up as um, it's just a, a thought in my head where... Mm-hmm. One, I guess we'll we'll work through it. But procrastination has always been a struggle for a lot of. I guess it's a struggle for everyone at some mm. point in their life. Um, mm. I don't. I don't even know whether it's possible, say, to not procrastinate. But anyway, let's let's start. Do you procrastinate? Hell yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> do you um, procrastinate? <laughs> I'm. I'd like to delve into the definition of that. So that's that's where this topic came from. Um, okay. I personally, I think I do. I, I do procrastinate, mm-hmm. but but is that just a? Hmm, I do procrastinate, but I guess I'm a productive procrastinator. But it's still procrastinating, in a sense. What do you mean by productive procrastination? So. Uh, if you if I have something that's due that needs to be done and taken care of, mm-hmm. if it needs to be done and get done immediately, then obviously I'll do it immediately. But if it's got some time, things like that, I probably procrastinate on it. Mm-hmm. And instead of, you know, like think about it when you're doing like university assignments or school assignments or whatever project you're on, you're meant to divvy up the work. So mm-hmm. it's a gradual process so that you complete it at a much more of a <laughs> controlled pace mm-hmm. instead of the reality of it where we leave it to the very last minute and then like mm-hmm. all the effort <laughs> in the last two, three nights or hours even before submission. So that sounds about right, yep. <laughs> sounds accurate for all university students who, who's all gone through that process. Um, but... For my case right now, how I procrastinate, well, I don't even know whether I'd call it procrastination because I call it productive procrastinating because, in a sense, I'm not doing the the prioritized task that does have an extended deadline. And then I'd go do other things that are also deeming productive in other parts of my life, whether it's, you know, taking care of my apartment cleaning things or um, taking care of another errand or focusing on another task at hand i hmm, okay um i don't know if i consider that procrastination though because when you like my definition of procrastination is doing something that you're just putting something off mm-hmm. that you have to do but mm-hmm. but in your case you're doing something else that you have to do so you're just using your time well i, I yeah, I, I I don't think that's procrastination. Procrastination is to keep delaying something that must be done. All right. But All right. usually there's a connotation that it's there's a negative, like the reason why we don't want to do it is because it's unpleasant or boring or something like that. Mm. But actually, in my case, I don't really see it as whether unpleasant or boring just needs to be something done. And you then just don't do it for some reason and you 
whatever you do does isn't doesn't matter. It's still procrastination. In a sense. Okay. Then I guess with that definition, then I agree. Mm. That is procrastination. Then mm. okay. Yes, you procrastinate. Okay. <laughs> so that's why it's productive procrastination. Because I guess most of the time when someone says like, oh, I've been procrastinating on it and things like that, they mm. tend to do things um that are not so productive, probably True. like watching watching endless YouTube trailer videos or mm. going down the YouTube hole or scrolling insanely on social media and things like that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So how do you handle your, when you procrastinate? How do you handle procrastination? Um, I don't know, actually. Um, I think, number one, I have to be aware that I'm pro- procrastinating because I, when there is something I need to do mm-hmm. and it's unpleasant, uh, I just thought like my therapist actually told me uh, that to look at in a uh, this fra- this this frame gave me a framework. So what he said essentially is, okay, you have a goal, which is a thing you want to do. Mm-hmm. There's a uh, push and pull. Mm-hmm. Mo- your motivations. You look at motivation as push and pull. Mm-hmm. If there's enough push for you to do it, you'll you'll do it. Um, you'll uh, naturally want to do it. And mm-hmm. if there are a lot of things pulling you away from the, the, the task, then you might, you're less likely to do it. So mm-hmm. try, so what he told me is basically try to build up the pushes and try to take away the pulls as, as much as possible. So, and Go one ahead, of the, Bill. yeah. Go ahead. So, and one of the pulls a lot of the time is just the the feeling of not wanting to do it, like oh, like thinking about doing the the tedious task. You're like oh, I don't really want to do it. Um, it's boring. It's uh, it's hard to do. I rather like watch a video or like play some games or what whatever. And he, I went through an exercise with him, and he said. Like, let's just sit with that feeling for a bit. And he asked me how I felt. And I was like, okay, it feels unpleasant. I'll definitely feel guilty if I don't do it. I feel anxious. Mm-hmm. So after sitting with, that fe- sitting with that feeling a bit, you, I realized like, okay, the only way to get rid of this feeling is just to do it. If you procrastinate, that feeling will come back again. So that's how yeah. I handle my procrastination. <laughs> <laughs> okay fair enough okay yeah. <laughs> very but, methodical yeah but this is like very like you have to be very self-aware like when you're actually about to procrastinate you have to be aware that it's about to happen and that's when you have to like that process has to click in if that doesn't click yeah. in then yeah <laughs> too too bad okay fair enough mm-hmm. What do you think of that, and how do you procrast- How do you how do you handle procrastination? The definition of procrastination constitutes that the task at hand is mm-hmm. something that you don't want to do, or something that requires more effort. You don't want to do; it's unpleasant or boring not as fun as the alternative in a sense, right? Mm. 
in my head, that just means that it's a perspective on such tasks. Like, for example, mm. for some people, cleaning and doing chores is super boring or something they'd rather not do and things like that. Whereas mm. for me, I enjoy cleaning and keeping my apartment clean. Mm. So I don't see it as unpleasant or boring. So I'm actually going back to my other definition, what we spoke earlier, whether do I actually procrastinate or not, then it's possibly a chance that I don't procrastinate because I just like keep doing things in a sense. Hmm. But at the same time, I do have to add the distinction that I do have times where I don't want to do, like, for example, it's like, oh, like I don't feel like working today in a sense. Like, I, I, everyone gets that feeling. Um, mine's probably a bit more short-lived than most other people, mm. but I think that feeling of laziness mm. is definitely a factor here. Mm. Whereas it's not so much that I'll stop and go and do something more relaxing because I feel lazy or I just don't feel like doing work. Mm. Mm. But I don't know. Hmm? Yeah. No, I was just going to say, like, that's such a big problem. But, yeah, continue. Being lazy? Yeah, not feeling like doing something productive at the mo- <laughs> in the moment. Because a lot of people have that that feeling a lot of the time. So, mm. including me. So, fair enough. I think though in my case what I what I recognize is that if I start feeling that, you know, like you don't you're not in the mood to do work and things like that, normally it's a cue from my brain or my body saying that like I've done too much. I need mm. to pause and take some time out. Mm. So that's kind of like a cue in a sense. So it's mm. not really procrastinating. It's just actually like a 10-minute rest or a half-an-hour mm. rest or like take a day off and just reset in a sense. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, you might be a special case because you you like literally work so much. Mm. Okay, yeah, true. But let's talk about normal people, all right? Like- <laughs> Um, hey, I can, okay, yeah, I, I don't know, like, <laughs> um, but for me, like, like, if I have a productive day, I start on my day with, like, something productive, mm-hmm. the, the higher chance of me doing more things that day. So let's say I wake up early in the morning and go to the gym first thing, like, first thing in the morning, my day is going to be significantly better because I've all, that's already one big task done. Mm. Like re- like really uh, early in the morning, I feel like I'm ahead. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Just That's like true. just like um just like today, um mm-hmm. I work. Um, then I felt like I needed to clean the house. I mm-hmm. cleaned the house. I did my laundry. Oh no, I forgot to put out the laundry. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> um. Oh man. Oh man. Okay. I just realized right now. Okay. Um. Yeah. But uh, I put out the laundry. And I went to the gym and, and I cooked this new pasta that I'm that I found, like my friend told me about. And mm-hmm. yeah, it was just feels feel felt like a productive day. Mm. So see, I'm addicted to that feeling, so that's why every day needs to be productive. Mm. So <laughs> mm. 
for us normal people, maybe like a right. uh, <laughs> uh, tactic is to do one productive thing. Make sure you do one productive thing a day, and that will snowball. The key for that is to start your day productive. Yeah, mm. the mm. earlier you start it, or the the earlier yep. you take control of it. Mm. I think control is also a key part of it. It's having control over your schedule, what you do, um, and because things that you need to take care of, like for example, your body, your health, your uh, your work, your your uh, cleaning your house, and things like that. These are all things that are beneficial to you, and you know that they're beneficial to you. So if you start taking care of those things, then you naturally feel good. Then a sense of achievement, almost, right? Mm. Yeah. But like, um, I remember watching this video about like this this guy, this military guy. He uh-huh. said, like the the secret to success is making your bed every morning. And I'm like, I bet I make my bed every morning. I don't feel like I achieved a lot of things. Anyways, that was your threshold is probably very different then. Yeah, from normal people. How are that? (laughs) I think I'm pretty normal. (laughs) Like I don't work crazy hours like you. So yeah, but whether or not I work crazy hours and things like that, it's just also the. But it's also the fact that the way that I view work might be different to other people. Some people might view work and they they like to procrastinate on work because they don't find it enjoyable or. They find it unpleasant or boring in a sense, mm. whereas I find my work very stimulating, and so that I enjoy working. <laughs> so that's why it comes back to my point of everything and all tasks that need to be done. If you can frame it the right way in your head, then your perspective on the matter changes, so that it's no longer unpleasant or no longer boring. Mm. And so I guess. One of the ways that I have tackled that over the years, even before I started working, was, you know, making every task fun or enjoyable or reframing it. So either... Can you really do that with every task, though? Okay, give me a task to to try and I'll do it for you. That's something you hate doing. Let me think of a task that I I had to do for work once. Okay, Mm -hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Um, one task I had to do for work once was not once, but a lot of the like quite a few like once every month. Essentially, mm-hmm. is checking numbers on a PDF and matching it to another PDF. And there's like twenty, p- not twenty, but there's a lot of PDFs. Yeah, there's a lot of PDFs. So like that would take up like three four out like three four hours of my time. Is there no way to automate that? <laughs> well. If you can scan PDFs, write codes and scan PDFs, and that—that's I don't know. I don't think that's viable. viable. Feasible. It, I mean, I mean, like it's practically viable. You can definitely code something up to do do something like that. But mm-hmm. the task is so small that to build something just for that something that thing like that small thing is not worth it. Mm, okay. Yeah. So how would you reframe that in your head to make it not as boring or not You tell as me. I, I did it for months, so you tell me. <laughs> but that kind of thing, I think, comes down to personal threshold of what is what what kind of work is boring and whatnot. 
for some people I know that those kind of tasks are enjoyable because they're very systematic. Um, the way that I would see those kinds of tasks is, well, one, I would understand why why we do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if there's just an arduous process to it, then is there a better way that we can do it or is there an, uh, a faster way that so it's not like um, you need there to do 20 no, in one? I'm pretty sure there was no better way. I did it for months. and Okay. Then, then I would reframe it into the importance of it. So who relies on this kind of information to be done? And it's, then... All right. This, this task was for like billing, billing clients. <laughs> so we had just had to make sure the hours were right. Mm-hmm. And the hours were right. Okay. Send out the invoices. That was the, <laughs> essentially the task. So... Yeah, it's definitely very important. If we if it doesn't get done, it, we don't get paid. So, uh, it's definitely so that's how you—that's what you have to do. You have to frame it that way, and how it impacts yourself, and then you use your own motivations. The fact that you want to get paid, and you want to be billed, and you want to, you know, make sure that your performance review goes well because you are paid and billed. <laughs> so it's understanding what what you, in a sense, personally get out of it. I mean, there's another way you can have a look at it. If if you are more on the coding side, then you can use that as an exercise to find a better way to do a certain thing. Uh, but I get what you mean. That particular kind of task, just... I'm guessing it for you, it feels um, too simple of a task for you as well. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. So we just got to, <laughs> I get that and I understand it, but it got to be done. And once you understand the, also the other flip side that you could do is what is the ramification if you don't do it? And then use the, the fear of the alternative happening as motivation for you to do it. Like I'll, um, I'll definitely still do it. I didn't, I, I did procrastinate on the, those tasks, but. I still did it, mm-hmm. but there's just no way of s- making it well, enjoyable. Yeah, making it enjoyable. I think that's <laughs> my, that's that's just my whole point. It's impossible. Okay. That's, that's that, co- that also comes yeah. down that comes out of perspective as well, <laughs> and that comes down to pride and ego, technically. Why? Because you think the task oh, I'm, is too I'm, simple for oh. you. Mm. I guess that task. Come on, like who? <laughs> like who would see that task as difficult? Like, I, is that really an ego thing? Like, I'm, I'm too, too. I don't think I'm too good for that task. I'm just, I'm really objectively a boring task. <laughs> I don't find I it think... interesting, and I don't want to do it. Straight That's up. A- yeah, but then there's, there's some, there could be other people out there who do find it very, very enjoyable. All right, then i got to find those people because uh, <laughs> I don't know who, who they are. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So is it possible to actually not procrastinate ever? Or do you think every single person has gone through a procrastination phase or goes through procrastination on a weekly, daily, regular basis? I think um, it definitely isn't possible to never procrastinate. It's just, I don't think that's ever, that's just possible. That's, I don't think that's possible. But I think it comes down to your personality types. 
some people are very um what's the word conscientious um so um people who are high in conscientiousness will definitely procrastinate less because when they because because conscientious people they are very dutiful so when they have to do something they they oh they feel like they have a sense of um yeah a sense of duty so they have to do it so they're going to do it asap I am definitely not a very conscientious person. Like we talked about personality tests a few episodes back and my score for the conscientiousness on for the uh, big five personality model is like 40th percentile. So mm-hmm. that's pretty, that's a bit lower than average. So mm. I would say, and I, I would, I would agree. I procrastinate a bit, quite a bit. So got to get that under control my friend no um but i mean do you think humans are procrastinators by nature because i'm considering that you know there's there've been claims that you know procrastinators people who procrastinate a lot they allowing their minds to wander and come up with ideas and things like that and just float in a sense Is everyone procrastinate by nature? Mm. I I guess to wander likes to wander. Yeah, I yeah, I I in that sense, I guess so. I I would agree because Mm -hmm. like we humans, we have like a limited amount of effort, like at one at at one one um. One point in time, like mean attention. A, yeah, attention span, or however you want to call it. Like I like to see it as effort. Mm-hmm. So let's say you're doing a task and it requires a lot of effort, and you just need if you spent like an hour on it, you need a rest. So your mind tends to just think about something else because it just doesn't require effort to let your mind wander off. You know. So I, in that sense, I guess we are all procrastinators. Would you agree? I think there's an element to being that the mind likes to wander a lot. So in a sense, it's natural for people mm-hmm. to be procrastinating um, on certain tasks and things like that, mm-hmm. given that you're imagining other things happening in the world or getting distracted or being distracted by certain stimulus and things like that or anything else that's happening. It's just more so what's your tendency to get, what's your level on threshold of distracting, mm. <laughs> getting distracted. So, for example, for for other people who need to be in a very, very quiet zone when they do work, like in a mm. library or something, mm. or versus people who can do work in, in the middle of a party or something like that. Mm. I think it does come down to attention span as well. Not so much effort. Effort has an extra exertion on it. I think it's attention and focus on a particular task and how how long you can stay focused on that particular task comes down to it as well. Okay. So can we train to have a better attention span? Yes, I think so. You definitely can. Hmm. 
You just have to put more value on it. You have to reframe it to put more value on it. And then how much you want it will dictate on how much effort is exerted on it. Hmm. Okay. It's like, you know, someone who... Can we train attention? It's like doing homework that you don't really want to do or doing an exercise, like, for example, reading. Reading was never a huge forte for me. Mm -hmm. But as soon as I flip it on the flip head of what the value is of it and the importance of it, then I can go through a lot more. So so you're saying, like, when, when you read a book right now, you go, let's say you read a paragraph and... Somewhere along the lines, you, your mind just drifts off. You keep reading, but it doesn't make sense to you. And you, and you have to reread the same sentence. Yeah. And you, so you realize that process happening and you tell yourself, okay, this is important, blah, blah, blah. Like you put that, you essentially put value into the activity of reading. Then that makes you want to read more and you gain more, you pay more attention to it. You, so you put more effort into it. Is that what you're saying? the one or in your case you know you you increase the push and you minimize the pull mm -hmm. in terms of your analogy before so you minimize the distractions around you so mm -hmm. for okay. example it's um, yep. you know read in a quieter place or with better light and mm -hmm. things like that okay i i get you but i think why what i meant by my question by um of um if you can train attention is like the time when you start reading the paragraph, mm. naturally, you your mind just doesn't wander off. Yeah, it just doesn't wander off. The time from start to, let's say, the 10th the word, like initially, you can only read like 10 words and your mind wander off, wanders off, but you can train yourself to only wander off after the 20th word. Then it comes down to practice makes perfect, isn't it? I don't know. That's that's why I'm asking. Can you train your brain to wander off in in a slower frequency, slower? <laughs> yeah. Mm, I definitely think you can because, like I said, you it's just changing the value of increasing your word count before oh. you. But it's that that requires a very high level of self awareness mm. as well. Yeah. And every single time you can, like, okay, I've read twenty words. <gasps> oh, I can yeah. breathe. <laughs> yeah, this is this is like an experiment level like thing, like activity. Cool. But yeah, but I think um, I have the I have the solution that you can improve your um, focus with meditation, apparently. So meditation yeah. apparently helps you helps you with you with your focus a lot. So mm -hmm. because when you're meditating, um, you're essentially trying to um, constantly Clear. paying it pay attention to yourself thinking, and yeah, paying focusing on your body and your mind, like quote unquote, like being mindful. So because you're if you are a meditator and you constantly do that every day, that ability applies to other tasks. So I can see that. 
because yeah. meditation is really not not really you know quieting the mind, but it's really being mm-hmm. able to focus on a singular mm-hmm. thing, whether that be like your sensations or the um, the sounds and the air or buzzing mm-hmm. and things like that, and being able to selective hyper selective hearing. <laughs> あ、はい、はい、はい、はい、はい、はい、はい、はい、はい、はい、はい、はい、はい、はい、はい、はい、はい、はい、はい、はい、はい、はい、はい、はい、はい、はい、はい、はい、はい、はい、はい、はい、は
I can only speak for myself, but um, I've tr- I try to meditate every day. Um, it's been how long has it been? Let me check my sp- spreadsheet. Um, I started every day maybe like in January. I missed a few days here and there, but yeah, I try to do it every day, and I I'm pretty sure it has positively affected me. Whenever I feel like I have a negative emotion, I just meditate and it goes goes away pretty quickly. So I'm generally Fair more enough. chill and happier. Fair so. enough. Very good. Very happy for you. Um, and but it, that is also if you need if you feel like you do need more attention and focus in your life, meditation is definitely a good way to go. Yeah. The reason why I don't do it is because I do not feel like I need more attention and focus in my life because I got that pretty down pat. <laughs> fine, fine, whatever. <laughs> fine. Fair. All right. Oh, but I do, I do think that naturally everyone does like to procrastinate just because the brain does like to wander mm. and imagine things or mm. what could happen, scenario planning, all those things. Mm. So I think it's natural that everyone procrastinates. and yes. But it's also very dictated by how you feel about a certain task. Mm. So that comes down to your emotions and things like that. So how well you have those in check as well. And that plays on to the fact of how aware you are of such feelings and also how fast you realize that you're procrastinating, how fast you can identify it. And, and stop yourself and or go back to your task at hand or understand why you're procrastinating and then fixing it that way lots of yeah. self-awareness <laughs> yeah. but self i think self-awareness requires a bit of effort as well so mm. yeah that's that's another hour conversation i think going down that path <laughs> self-noise is a very very good topic though mm. True. We should definitely, that should definitely be a topic mm. of discussion in one of these episodes. Yeah. Definitely will pop in the pipeline. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think I have one more question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shoot. One more question to, to wrap things up. Mm-hmm. We've already talked about how we procrastinate and. Yes how we handle it and what we can do about it. Yes. Yes. Thinking back. Yes. What do you think is the thing that you've procrastinated the longest on? Like in terms of it being an ongoing issue forever. Hmm. For me, it's probably chores. Really? Yeah, just like like little like cleaning things or like yeah, just cleaning things or like watering watering my plants. I'm trying to <laughs> like make sure I water my plants every day, but sometimes Not I just literally plants. just yeah, <laughs> literally forget. Not I don't think that's procrastination, but I just no. forget. Yeah, no, um, I agree with that. Yeah, I think cl- biggest thing is probably cleaning. Yeah. I like to say I'm a cl- 
pretty clean person, but like I could definitely could be better. Yeah. How about mm-hmm. you? Oh, definitely the plant thing. I can't keep a plant life for life of me. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I, I got like... this. Yeah, sorry, go. No, 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 it's okay. Um, I I received a plant from my family, mm. and yep. uh, it goes through. It's a very resilient plant. I have to give it that. It's still alive. But you know I, I would plant, go. What species it is? It's a gerbra. It's a pot of gerbras. It's a flower Jobra. pot. Okay. Gerbra. Gerbra. Now G E R B R A. I think. But it's just a simple flower pot plant. Um, but it's been very, very resilient because mm-hmm. it's still alive. Yet mm-hmm. I could go accidentally like a week or two without watering it, and then I'd real, I'd look at it on my balcony. I'm like, oh, I forgot about you. <laughs> oh, gerbras are very pretty. Quite resilient too. Yeah, I googled the pictures of them and they mm-hmm. look very nice. But yeah, mm-hmm. I got another plant. I got a, a plant for my birthday from a friend. Nice. And it's been what? How many weeks has it been since my birthday? One, two, Is it still alive? Six. It's been six weeks. Yes. Because it's a monstera, I think. It's called a monster. It's a monstera mm-hmm. plant. And you're supposed to mm-hmm. only water it. It only needs water once every two weeks. Uh, and it's, and it's for six weeks now. Just, I don't see any improvement. <laughs> it's not growing. It's I. I think it's not growing. I water it every <laughs> every second week. Um, it doesn't look like it's dying. It's green, so I give it sunlight. So give it water. Grow? Why there. won't you grow? Yeah, sitting there doing nothing. <laughs> Come to my house, taking my water. My sunlight. <laughs> what you know? That's those questions. Like, what lives in your house rent free? <laughs> yeah, I know. Living rent free, taking my stuff. <laughs> you know, casually dishing out a little bit of oxygen, taking in some of your common dogs. <laughs> yeah. Um. But no, I think what the catch is with plants, and we will have a future podcast episode on plants because i do want to have one of my friends on here talking mm-hmm. specifically about plants but um what i found is the ones that require less watering frequency are the mm-hmm. ones that i kill the fastest for some reason like succulents and cactus and things like that even though you're not you're meant to water it once a blue moon not mm-hmm. okay, not once a blue moon like much less compared to mm-hmm. like a water lily or something like that. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I kill those faster than the ones that I'm meant to water regularly because mm-hmm. I think the the gap between remembering yeah. when to water it, I just completely forget of if it's meant to only be watered once yeah. every two weeks. Then it, that turns into four weeks, that turns into six weeks, mm-hmm. and you just forget. In the and, you, and you walk past it and it's dead. Yeah, pretty much. Whereas there is a big solution to that because recently I've been, I saw an uh, an ad for an app. It, mm-hmm. it reminds you. Put, yeah, pretty much put all your plants in it and it reminds you what, like, you tell it what species it is and uh, you clock in when you last um, watered it, watered mm-hmm. it, and mm-hmm. it'll remind you. So pretty cool. Well, there you go. That's a simple solution. I thought mm-hmm. you were going to say there's like a watering canister you just fill up once and then it'll oh. distribute water. <laughs> no, I think but... watering the plants is part of the fun. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah, 
you're taking care of it. If you're just like letting a like robot water the plant, you don't even need to pay attention to it. So enjoy it visually. Yes. Maybe okay, I'm yeah, fine. Yeah. Maybe okay. I'm so you have enjoyment in the process as well. Yes. And I might, but not right now. You just want to look at the flower. I just You don't care just, what, when it was it's a seedling. <laughs> you can't no, take me at my at my worst. You don't deserve me at my best. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. My plant right now does not have any flowers, alright? She she does not have any flowers going for her. She's just got um <laughs> lots of leaves for the time being. It might be because I haven't watered her for a while, but Flowers do come back. Yeah. I can't wait till my plant gets another leaf. Oh, another leaf? Dude, does it flower? Does Monstera species flower? I think so. Monstera flower. It's like the Swiss cheese plant, you know? Swiss cheese? Oh. Swiss cheese. Like the leaves that have, the like leaves holes. That have holes in them, yeah. but they're not oh, ugly. Yeah. Oh, they're they not do. ugly holes. They're yeah. nice holes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they do flower. It's like. Well, sir, you're just gonna have to wait for a flower to come out. <laughs> no, I'm more, I'm more interested in the the big leaves because right now it's just one leaf. One oh, small leaf. You know? th then it's it like gets maybe. Does it get quite big? It gets massive. Oh, oh, interesting. Yeah, See, that's so, enjoyable. Exactly. So. Still like months away, and I'm six weeks in. And I'm like, just do something. <laughs> At least have one hole in your leaf. <laughs> Patience is neither of our fortes. <laughs> anyway, I'm excited. Oh my goodness! In six months' time, let's get an update. You know what, Sam? You should put a picture of your monstera onto our Instagram page. Okay, sure. All do right, that. Sure. Okay. So people can see. <laughs> The progress. Sam's one, Sam's one stare. Okay. <laughs> I will do that. Okay. Tune in to our Instagram. We never update. <laughs> What's the handle now? Uh, Convo's on our way. All right. Well, there yeah. you go. This is how, how, like, how much we don't update. Like, yeah, Flo has to um... ask me about what the handle is. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not big on that side. We enjoy what we do in terms of our podcast. Yeah. Ah, but I think that'll be fun having mm. a side side segment for Sam's plant. <laughs> Sam's plant. No, S, if he gets only more. one plant. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's leave it there. Okay, okay guys. Hope you enjoyed this one. And uh, well, we're not even sure whether you're even procrastinating on something else while listening to our podcast. <laughs> true. <laughs> that is a true. So. Definitely tune in for next week and we hope to see you and hope you enjoyed this one and tune into the next one. Mm -hmm. Okay. See you. See you. Have a good one.